This is Glenn Crooks on Frame. Well, I'm, I'm going to start this one out with a short personal story, but I used to coach at a uh, program, LIU Brooklyn in New York, and I went with a friend to Sweden to recruit. I coached on the women's side. A gentleman named Bo Conroy from that area helped organize the trip uh, for me, and uh, it was there uh, that I met a, a couple of women who came back and played for me at LIU Brooklyn and helped us win a championship, get to the NCAAs and things like that. Uh, along the way, former, a, a very close friend and someone who I'd watched growing up, uh, Denise Reddy, uh, she was playing for the Malmo women. And so we ended up staying, uh, I was with a colleague, we ended up staying in her apartment uh, and, uh, and then traveling out from there to, to see the different players we needed to see. But I just remember Malmo on the coast, what a beautiful place. And I think, well, just be okay to live here. Now we fast forward many, 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 many years. And uh, I'm still in touch with Bo Conroy and he connected me with a journalist uh, who covers uh, uh, Malmo uh, in Sweden. And I thought, well, I cover a guy that used to play for Malmo and he's now in New York City FC. His name is Anton Tinnerholm. So we're going to merge it all today. Max Veeman, he writes for Sid's Venskin and covered uh, Anton Tinnerholm at Malmo. Tinnerholm was there for uh, from 2014 through 17, 98 matches there. 2017 Defender of the Year in the Alsvenskan, which is the top tier in Swedish football. And now he's 87 matches into his New York City FC career. So, time to welcome you both. Anton, just out of practice, how you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Nice introducing us to this. It's, uh, it's good to be here. And Max, you get to get reacquainted with, with uh, Anton Tinnerholm. Yeah. So, uh, it's nice, it's isn't it? It's good to see and hear him again. It's, uh, he was a, a great player in Malmö and a great, really, really great person as well. So oh, I'm please. Following. You don't have to build him up like that so early. Let's 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 work our way into that. Uh, you know, Anton, the other day on the conference call, I was trying to get you to you know, you got your green card uh, in 2019, which was fantastic. But I couldn't get you to uh, to claim American you, that you're you're truly American. No, 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 no. You're all you're all about Sweden, right? Uh, yeah, I am. But uh, my, my daughter is born here, so she, she's American. So you have to uh, convince her to, to choose the American side. But uh, I'm going to do my best to, to get her as uh, Swedish as uh, she can get. So um, we'll see about that. But I still feel like a Swede, but um, I do love the American culture and, and uh, I do love to, to live here. So, so it's a lot of good things, but, but I don't feel like I'm... American and I don't really know how is a uh, typical American is there's so many parts of the US and um, yeah I think New York is uh, a little bit different to a lot of other cities so it's hard to really say that if I'm an American or New Yorker or I'm more like a Swedish or, or more a uh, Malmoit like we said in, in, in Malmo. Malmoit? Yeah. 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 Like that's that's important. That's important. Well, I remember. I, I don't know. I I don't know if you remember when I brought uh, Denise Reddy to one of the training sessions at New York City, and you met her, and I, it, and then you guys spoke for quite some time. But I really got after I drove home with her, and she said, "Boy, he really, you know, the the love of Malmo was very evident." So, what was it about Malmo, uh, Anton? I, I came there. I never never been in Malmo before. Uh, before they signed me, uh, so I didn't really know what, what to expect. I, I came from a smaller club in, in Sweden. We were like an average uh, team in in yeah, the the highest division, uh, but like a, a small club with uh, 
yeah, some fans, but but from a small small town as well. So I didn't know what to expect, but um, yeah, I was uh, ready to go from from the very start. And we had the qualification for the Champions League, and we were number one in the league. So, so I didn't really have the time to think, and so I was going straight into the lineup. And um, yeah, I didn't really know what what I was thinking, or I, I probably didn't even think at all. So. Um, uh, we were just going and winning, and um, yeah, the start for me and for the club 2014 was fantastic. We qualified for the Champions League and then we won the league. So even since then, then it's been a fantastic uh, journey in in, uh, in Malmo uh, with a lot of uh, great guys uh, around the club, and uh, especially the fans was was something else. And um, I think I am the, the the kind of players who give like uh, five ten percent extra when I see them. The fans is, is really caring and then supporting uh, the team like uh, like the fans in, in Malmo did. So I really loved it and uh, yeah, now playing uh, for the for the club uh, and for the town and for the fans. So I really really loved it from the very start. Max, what do you remember about uh, Anton arriving and and his impact? And you and you you said a couple of nice things there at the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's a very nice, but he was a bit shy in the beginning. That's not the uh, really, club. yeah, he oh, was, all right. <laughs> but he grew into it. And uh, I really mean it. He's, he's a fantastic person who uh, all the supporters took to his heart. Uh, he's he's a so energetic player, he's always giving 110% on the, uh, on the field. And uh, Malmo people really they know their football and they know. When people want to do the, really the best for the club and just don't just not earn money or something like that, and uh, uh, Anton played with his heart all the time, and uh, that that made him a great success for the club. I remember a funny thing when we, he talked about the Champions League because I was in the States on vacation when Malmo played at home against Real Madrid, and if I remember right, Anton had a half chance to score against Real Madrid in Malmo. So uh, there was many fantastic games in this European years with, with, the, with the club, both in 2014 and 2015. Well, I'm surprised you missed the half chance, Anton. Yeah, he's tinner boom now, Max. You didn't get, you guys didn't get it there. He's tinner boom. He has scored some <laughs> goals, man. <laughs> but he didn't yeah, score I... so much that. But uh, there is another story. Do, Anton, do you know how Malmo plays uh, on Thursday? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. They play Elsboy. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's a special memory for you. Yeah, I have a quite a big game against them. I think it was 17, 2017 when, when yeah, I uh, I say I scored four and assisted one. Maybe it was two own goals, but uh, it was a fantastic game for me. I got a lot of love before the game because everyone knew that I'm yeah pretty much gonna leave after the season, and then wanted me to to resign uh, and. The full game was just, yeah, it went full about me. And in the last, like, 15 or 20 minutes, I was dribbling through the whole team and scored and I was celebrating with the fans. So it was a, yeah, great moment for me and, like, a great ending of of, uh, of that season for Malmö. We, we ended up winning the championship. And uh, I got a lot of uh, love from the fans and that's uh, something I still remember uh, very well today uh so um that's something i'm never gonna forget i think that's a night everyone who was there will remember because uh, you forced them to score two own goals in the first half 
and then you uh, had one assistant score two by yourself. And I think it ended six, six to nothing. And uh, every time you had the ball, everybody was screaming, shoot, shoot, shoot. Yeah, some fantastic memories. So, Anton, I'm curious because, you know, when we watch you strike the ball and you, you have an attacking mentality, You're, you, you also uh, recover and defend very well, too. That's part of your position. But were you ever an, an attacking position to player as a youth or in, in, in any level leading into your professional career or maybe early on in your pro career? Because um, you look very comfortable in the area. Um, yeah, I was a central midfielder until I was like 15, 16. I think a lot of guys in Sweden, they start their career playing like a central midfielder or striker. And then you go down, down and down. And for, for me, it ended up as a right back. But I think uh, I learned a lot uh, from playing uh, central midfielder. Uh, I know how they want the ball and... Uh, yeah, I know how to combine with them as well. So, so I think I learned a lot to, to recognize the game and, uh, yeah, to, to see the game in a different uh, way. Uh, so I always like to go go forward, you know. Uh, maybe I've been even better at it when, when I arrived here in, in, in Sweden. I was, uh, yeah, mostly a defender, of course. I am that today as well, but... Uh, I wasn't uh, going forward that much, and especially like the Champions League, we were uh, we were having the ball so much, you know. So, so I've been uh, improving my attacking skills uh, along the road. Well, it's good that the the modern football has made the fullback an attacking player. You know, even ten years ago, that wouldn't have been the case. I don't think, Max. No, for sure. But uh, I think that uh, Malmo has uh, had have a tradition of letting letting fullbacks attack a lot. So there's been both before Anton and after. Um, and I think that's maybe a Swedish style of play. I don't know if it's if the football is much different in the States, uh, Anton, from here for you. I would say it's that the tempo is higher here. Uh, it goes a little bit much back and forth uh, more. And I would say like playing in Malmö, then a lot of teams is uh, staying with the full team on their own half and let us have the ball and play around. But it's uh, difficult to break through. Uh, in, in this league, it's a little bit more open. So it goes back and forth and uh, the tempo is higher and, and the skills of, of a lot of players is higher. Uh, so it's, it's a funnier league to, to play I would say here because it happens a lot of things as well, and uh, then you can face a lot of good players as well. Uh, all of the teams have like three designated players who's like, yeah, they earn more than the rest of the guys and supposed to be better than the rest of the guys, and uh, they are normally a winger or a striker or a midfielder. So, so I face a lot of good players, um, but it's it's a little bit uh, different. Um, of course, with the salary caps as, as well, makes it uh, like the, the width of the, the squad isn't maybe that uh, good as, as it is uh, back home where you're like having uh, two players on every position where it's yeah, pretty much the same level. Uh, here is different, of course, with some guys earning more. Of course, they're, they're better than, uh, than the guys who's earning less. So it's, it's, uh, it's different, but um, yeah, you just have to uh, go with it. And, and uh, I really like it here. You must have uh, been severely disappointed that you weren't able to go head to head against uh, the Venezuelan Soteldo for uh, Toronto last week with your injury. 
yeah, but I know I'm hopefully going to uh, face him in, in the playoffs. And uh, yeah, we don't like Toronto and they don't like us. So it's a, it's a good combo. The, uh, the angst probably increased after last weekend's game, but we won't get into that uh, with the, uh, the, the situation with Alex Bono. Uh, I don't know if you saw that, Max. If you didn't, you got to look it up. Uh, the uh, Toronto keeper, Alex Bono, hit a punt into the back of the head of Jesus Medina. It went in the goal, but the whistle blew before it went in the goal and well, okay. the story okay. holds that uh, it ended a 1-1 draw, and that goal was not uh, not permitted. Anton Tinnerholm is here from New York City FC, but also uh, Max Veeman from Sidvenskin in Sweden. He covered Anton in Malmo. Anton, I, I want to ask you just a, about a couple of towns, where, kind of where you were born and grew up, and, and this first club at Vidaberg. So is that your first pro team? And did I pronounce that right? Yeah, Otiraberg's FF. Yeah, that's my first pro team. I I grew up in in Brushin. It's uh, yeah my my first uh, club, and I had my my father as a coach. But um, then when I'm starting, uh, yeah, you can say it, high school. Then then uh, then I moved uh, from home when I was uh, like 15. So it was a pretty big step for me um uh, but i felt it was, was the right thing to do and um uh in the old that's where my journey started for real and it got a little bit more professional um so i went to school there uh and uh, came up in the in the first team when i was like uh 17 years old um and uh, we were uh, yeah, we were in the second division uh, back then, I think. Uh, but then we got promoted to, to the uh, top uh, top division, and I was doing it quite well there. But um, it's a small club in in uh, Sweden, um, and in Sweden, yeah, most uh, journalists they or people that they care about the bigger clubs. So, so of course, you want to play in a bigger club. And when when I heard about uh, Malmo was interested, it was. Uh, yeah, of course I want to go there. They, they won the goal the last uh, the, the season before, and they were top of the league uh, the same season. So, so I felt it was a was a great uh, great step uh, for me. And like I said, I didn't really know what uh, what to expect, and I think that was a good thing. I was just uh, going in and played at the, exactly the same way, and uh, we had a fantastic coach in in Olga Harida uh, back then. who was uh, putting the bar pretty high, and um, he he told everyone what uh, he was really thinking. So. Uh, it was a big step, but uh, but for me, I was playing the same uh, way I was uh, doing in the, in the small club. So, Max, is that true? The media didn't really uh, cover the second-tier teams? <laughs> you must know that Otvidaberg is a very, very small place with a fantastic football history. They've been Swedish champions several times in the 70s and had some really good players back then. But, uh, of course, there's bigger interests around the clubs in Stockholm, Gothenburg and Malmö, of course. And you, and Anton, you said you hadn't been to Malmö, I think, in the early stages of your career. So was that like the big city? I, I know it's the big club, but was it like the big city? You hadn't visited it before or, or, or not? Uh, I, I played there, uh, but I've never been like uh, a visitor and uh, visited. Yeah, okay. Uh, but... but uh, I've been there and the defense was uh, already back then it was was fantastic so so for me that the biggest step was was the was the fans I think uh, you have them really behind you and I think that year when we qualified for for the Champions League uh, was uh, something special with, with the atmosphere uh, it's hard to describe for someone who wasn't there uh, of course you can look at uh, YouTube but uh, I don't think it's fair uh, it's uh, it's uh, yeah 
you can talk to the 20,000 who was there and it's the, the atmosphere was something else. Uh, both the, the home games we played against uh, Sparta Prague and, and Salisbury uh, was, uh, I think we, we were, uh, they were a better team on, on if you look at the papers and the, and the lineup, but uh, we had the home games, um, yeah, the second leg and uh, the atmosphere was uh, something else. I never uh, ever discovered or experienced uh, anything like it. So, so I think the the fans made made a big impact uh, of the team, and especially for me coming from a smaller club, that was um, like playing in, in a different sport. You talk about twenty thousand at the stadium. It, it sounds very familiar to as you move around MLS. That's generally the size of the stadiums and uh, New York city FC at some point in the future, we'll have probably a, a similar facility, but do you get the same kind of feeling from uh, when you enter these MLS stadiums? Nah, I, I wish it was the same, but, but uh, it's, it's not, I think that the, the fans in Sweden is a little bit more passionate uh, here. I, I do like it here as well, but I think it's a lot of people to go to the stadiums and having like a nice time and uh, they socialize with with, uh, with the rest of the people and uh, they can go to and buy some uh, food and uh, beer and uh, when the game is on, you know, in Sweden, there is like hardcore people, especially the, the two games I was talking about. Uh, it was just uh, hardcore fans, you know? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Here we that, go. That, I'm putting on... So Bo Conroy, who connected us all here for this, uh, sent me the wool hat with the ultras and the um, and the scarf, which is going to become yours, Anton. All right. Wow. Really? wow. So this, this is your gift. I think I'll be able to bring it to you on Thursday at training. I'm planning to come up, so I'm going to bring it with me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's that kind of fans I love. You know, who's going there and scream and. Uh, a little bit of hate to the opponent and they really support us you know so you're feeling they're having our back and then then we're gonna give everything uh, for them so, so we work together and uh, like i said these two games is uh, something something out of this world on these big games uh, because i've been on sports in in america as well but but on these big games in malmo everybody was singing from the beginning to the end uh, and really singing i mean it's uh, it's it's hard to compare with what you see on on other. And that passion is, I think, uh, any of us that have coached players or were involved in the sport here, you know, you you want them, you want them all to watch matches in Europe or South America or you know where, you know where you know River Plate, uh, you know Boca, you know those kinds of uh, like who's that? Who's Malmo's chief rival? Which is the one that really got crazy? Uh, we used to have EFK Göteborg, but they're not that good anymore. So I don't really know if they have that uh, any big rival. Do you know, Max? No, it's hard to tell. Last year, it has been the Stockholm teams, I think. Aiko Hammarby, Djurgården has been the big ones. All right. And 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 Anton, it's obvious that you still you still follow it quite closely. You know, you know the fixtures. You know who they're playing on Thursday. So so you really uh, you're really involved and in, and in following it closely. Yeah, I'm trying to follow on as, as much as I can. But, you know, the time difference here and, and how we train makes it hard for me to, to watch any games. Uh, I, I try to watch them here and I put up some, some games. The last one against, uh, or two games ago, uh, when they played Aiko, we had it on the big screen here. So yeah. the guys in the team saw when uh, Joe Ingeberget uh, scored the header. So uh, 
I'm, I'm trying to follow them, but, but the time difference makes it, makes it hard. But um, if I don't watch the game, I, I follow it on, on uh, live sport. And uh, I talk to uh, some guys still, like uh, Ewing Berget, like he played here before, and, and some other guys. So it was a great group when I was playing there. So, so we're still having uh, yeah, some discussions, uh, yeah, sometimes. So Max, you said that Anton was was a, a supporter's favorite, uh, yeah. great guy. I mean, what would do the in Malmo? Are they trying to follow him here in the states with New York City FC? Yes, for sure they they do. Uh, I don't think MLS is not that big in Sweden, of course, but but they follow. Oh, we've seen a lot of, of Anton's goals, for example, on, on, on has been televised here, and uh, I think the supporters know very well when the, and I. Sure that they hope that he will uh, return one day here again because he, he was a favorite and I, I can say it was it's a special day here in Sweden today because uh, it's the European Championship this summer as you maybe know and uh, the Sweden squad was picked today and it was no surprise but I'm disappointed uh, that Anton is not in that squad because I think he is definitely on that level that he could could be in the, in the squad and I think that's. That's that's a problem with playing in the U.S. in and in that league, uh, that it's maybe it's harder to to get the in the, to the national team, uh, compared if you play in Europe. And and Anton, you you've said uh, I don't know if you concur with that, but you said you're you you feel like you're a better player now. So and you've been capped for Sweden, so it it almost seems like uh, maybe that's true. Being here in the states makes it more difficult. Yeah, and last year was tough, you know. I was called up in, in the squad, but uh, but the club said no uh, due to uh, yeah the quarantine. If I'm gonna go and come back, so yeah, it wasn't the best for me, and uh, a little bit uh, yeah, of course it was uh, not the, not the best uh, for me. But but I'm feeling like I'm a better player today and uh, taking more responsibility around the team and uh, pushing the younger guys, and I'm feeling I'm more experienced. And uh, then I can't really do anything about what, what the coaches in the national team is, is uh, thinking and uh, yeah, what they are doing. I'm just trying to do my best here and, and uh, then it's up to them to, to take the decision. Max, I want to tell you, uh, Anton, uh, at home, uh, he has a video loop playing 24 hours of his goals. So he, uh, he's, but Anton, the San Jose goal, that's got to be your favorite, no? Um, yeah, it's one of them. It's been a few uh, bangers, so I, I I do like that, and I do like the home opener against the Galaxy when when I was uh, barred yeah. down with my left because uh, it was the first game at Yankee Stadium to, to score that kind of goal. But yeah, San Jose is uh, special. Well, nine career goals—that's not bad for a fullback. Twenty assists. Hopefully, your injury uh, is healed and uh, allows you to play in your 88th game for New York City FC. Uh, this weekend against Columbus. What are the prospects? You doing all right? Did you train today? Yeah, it's uh, it shouldn't be any problems. Uh, I'm gonna train full on uh, yeah tomorrow first day, and then it's uh, then it's go time again. So uh, I'm ready. Max, any final thoughts for Anton? I I, I tried to, to ask him before, but he didn't say. Uh, can you see yourself uh, return to Malmo one day? Yeah, of course, uh, of course. The... 
then then you never know uh, if it's gonna happen or when it's gonna happen. Then uh, we'll we'll see about that. But uh, it's uh, all it's just good memories from from back uh, back there. And really liked it, and uh, I really hope the fans is getting back to the stadiums because then then Malmo's gonna be even better, and uh, no one's gonna stand a chance in, in the league. Yeah, do you have uh, people in the stands now again? Because here it's still limited to eight people on the games. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, we have fans. I think the capacity was like 20, 25% or something like that last game. Yeah, uh, we're uh, and, six or yes. 7,000 so far. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. And a lot of like places there is like almost full capacity. So it's nice to have the fans uh, back again. Last year it felt like a friendless uh, for a full season. And, and I don't really like that. I'm the kind of player who love to have the fans. Even this time I, I liked to having the other team's fans so I can uh, yeah hate and uh, be uh, feeling something, you know, when, when they hate me. So uh, I really like when they're coming back. Well, when you get into Atlanta, there were 40,000 max at the Atlanta game over the weekend. They, they, they fully open. So it depends on the region of the country. And then they make the decision based on the local authorities. Well, gentlemen, Anton Tinnerholm, uh, really enjoyed it. I, I appreciate you coming on with uh, Max and I, Max Veeman from Sidvedskin. He covers Malmo FF in Malmo, Sweden, the former home. And maybe future home, who knows, of uh, Anton Tinner home. And uh, Anton, I wish you all the best uh, this weekend and the rest of the year. I'll see you soon. And Max, uh, great to connect. And, and good Thank luck to you. you as well. Same to you. Thank you. Good talking to you guys. This is Glenn Crooks on Frame.